Hey friends, welcome back to It Takes a Village. We hope that you had a very Merry Christmas with your family and friends. Hopefully if your schedule and rhythms allow, you're getting a much deserved and well-needed respite this week before New Year's this coming weekend. In this episode, we are talking about our ministry that is most closely associated with Christmas, and that's the Magi Project. As Magi has expanded, it is now more of a year-round ministry than ever before, but its roots remain in the gifts that kids receive at the end of the year. We have over 200 churches, schools, and organizations across the country who pour time, energy, and resources into packing Magi boxes every year. Some will do five boxes, some will do 500 boxes. Each one matters and each one counts. This year, we will have shipped nearly 25,000 Magi boxes to the Dominican Republic, Haiti, Honduras, Zambia, Arizona, and the Texas-Mexico border. To steal the name of our podcast, it truly takes a village to pull it off. Thousands of people around the world make Magi happen. Two weeks ago, we had a team of 16 staff and volunteers from Healing Hands go to Honduras on a Magi trip to serve alongside our partner, Mission Lazarus. As we wrap up season three, I sat down with two members of our team, Barry Pickering and Selma Robb, both who have been involved in Magi for years. We tried to record this episode a number of times during the trip in Honduras, but we'd get to the end of the day and we'd be exhausted and one of us would say, hey, let's just wait till tomorrow night, (laughs) to which we would then say the same thing the next night. So we are bringing you our very first podcast airport episode, uh, which will be obvious as final calls are made and gate changes are announced in the background. So from Terminal D at Miami's International Airport, enjoy this conversation with Selma, Rob, and Barry Pickering. All right, friends, here we are coming to you from the Miami International Airport, our first podcast to be recorded from an airport terminal. And uh, I am real excited that we've got Barry Pickering here from Cross Plains, Tennessee, and Selma Robb from Richmond, Virginia. And uh, we are on the back end of our Honduras Magi trip that we've just had this past week. And these two individuals have just been so instrumental in um, helping promote and organize and spread the word about Magi for so many years. We're going to do a dual interview here with them. Hey, Barry, let's start with you. You have uh, known about, you've been involved in Healing Hands for a long time in a variety of ways. Uh, How long and how did you become involved with Healing Hands? I'll have to back up to my wife's involvement with the Magi Project. She did it for maybe 10 years when uh, Imogene McAnulty was doing it with Romanian children. And then Healing Hands International picked it up with Cindy, became the Magi Project. So that um, she continued to do shoeboxes for quite some time. And then in 2009, Cindy invited her to go to Honduras to, to distribute. And then the next year... I went and been going on and off since then, maybe eight times. Yeah, Barry also serves on our board of directors at Healing Hands and um, is one of the most uh, handy, 
crafted person I have ever met in so many ways, um, which he's probably not going to want to expound on that a whole lot. But Barry, talk about the different ways you've been involved. You and Camille have been involved in Healing Hands. You've also been to Haiti. Um, uh, Talk about where all you've been, what areas you've been involved in. Camille has been to Haiti with Healing Hands for a well drilling uh, project. Um, In delivering presence with Mission Lazarus in Honduras, I actually became kind of involved with them to a great extent and have done projects in Honduras and Haiti with them. But with Healing Hands strictly, for me, it's been Magi Project. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Selma. Friend Selma from Richmond, one of uh, just an amazing individual who has such a love and passion for Magi. Selma, how did you become involved uh, with Healing Hands and Magi? Uh, in 2014, we had a visitor from Healing Hands, and he offers to us all the projects Healing Hands has. And Magi Project got my attention, and I resolved to go to a store and uh, make a box and it was so fun to think about a child in another part of the world and to get that box I made it and it was a joy I talked with the ladies from the church and they realized oh let's do it this is my third trip to Honduras and I had one to um, Texas and Mexico border and it's amazing to see and learn everything in this trip yeah, Naselma is a Magi coordinator at the Glen Allen Church of Christ outside of Richmond, but also is a champion in that entire area. Um, has been uh, with the Three Chop Church for a number of years and with Sandra Berry. And so, Selma, talk about being a Magi coordinator, like champion, advocate in that area. What that's meant to you, because you've gotten so many other people involved who never would have heard about Healing Hands or Magi otherwise. Um, the boxes, they are so um, important and a bridge you can have and you connect people. It's easy when you say to someone, look, I need your help to make a box for a child who needs the, a little gift for Christmas. And, and they can touch their hearts. And this is easy. They put together and they come to me and say, Selma is really fun. Let's do it. And the most important is... Uh, tool you can use to reach people they are not Christians and you can use the box also to teach your child to share things and this is very important you can have a lot of uh, things through the box in fact I don't see anymore like a box I see a child because the box is a very good thing to put a smile in a child's face then Now, you've got so many churches in that Richmond area who you've gotten involved over the years, but you have one group of people who aren't associated with the church, right? And you've got a special connection with them. Tell our listeners about that group of people who just love love doing Magi, and uh, you've gotten them involved, and why that's so special to you. Of course, you are noticed I have this accent. It's from Brazil. And one girl who is uh, in, living in Richmond, she works with the community, Brazilian community. And for my total surprise, they got engaged and they made 50 boxes for children. And we are excited. They know the boxes. They are not Christians yet, 
but they have the love they talking about and for me it's an honor because we extend that to another community it's not just church we have people around with another uh, communities doing then I feel very blessed to be part of that yeah. now Barry you have uh, and Camille have now been to Honduras with Magi and Mission Lazarus for many many trips right do you know how many top of your head at least eight or nine yeah eight or nine um what keeps drawing you back time and time again in this particular case the Hondurans they are just so sweet the children are so sweet and there's just such they're just so poor and to be able to just um light their day up for just a little while is just a pretty magnificent thing and the the thing that has occurred to me is when you can go to to give them a gift it says wow you can develop you can actually have a relationship with them they see this is a person that i know from nowhere that came to see me well okay then you see a box and then just to be from jesus <laughs> who is from way way away to them and said so hopefully it's it's the seed of a, of a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, that's great. Now, you and Camille had an extra family member join you this week that made the trip extra special, I believe, and um, added a different twist to it as your granddaughter, Lena, 17 years old, came on her first uh, Magi trip to Honduras, but it was also her first time to fly, <laughs> uh, which was a great treat to be able to uh, just see her excitement throughout the whole week. Talk, talk about just as a granddad, um, what that meant for you to be able to serve alongside Lena this week. Uh, it was pretty tremendous just for Lena to see what I love about Honduran, Honduras and Hondurans. Um, that I've loved so much. She saw it at its best this week. And uh, to be able to see it through her eyes again, it's a pretty great thing. Selma, um, talk about, uh, you've been a few times now, I've been doing Magi for years, but as you look back over the past seven days, um, what's a highlight for you this week uh, as it relates to the communities that we went to and where we served? It's very interesting because the box brings blessings not just for the child or for the family. For us, um, improved my vision and my understanding about sharing uh, our love to people we don't know, and and we can be. Um, <laughs> it's a it's an emotion to see their little eyes shining with hope, with love, and. It's beautiful, the happiness, and of course, improve us ourselves because we are with people we don't know really, really well, and we can learn to love this person and be friends forever because we have this connection. And the people who serve us there, they, they are amazing, and the um, ambience, the beauty of the country is amazing. And of course, when we come back to our homes, we are not the same anymore because we have a little piece of each child and our friends, like Barry and his family, like you, Mark, like everybody who was there. Then I'm very grateful to God and to Healing Hands for give us this opportunity because I know 
it's not easy to put everything together. And I really appreciate all the things Healing Hands are doing, not just in Honduras, but in Haiti, and in Europe, in every place. And when you make a box, you never know where you are put your love. It will be in, around the world. And this is very important because this is our mission, to share part of our soul and our things we have with people who need that. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, now, Barry... Um uh, give us our listeners who may be uh, tuning in, hearing about Magi for the first time, but also our partner here is, been, is Mission Lazarus and has been our partner in Honduras for a long time. And um, we, back in episode two of season one, we interviewed their founder, Jared Brown. But uh, just talk about what impresses you most about Mission Lazarus and the ministry and the mission and all the people who make it up. The folks at Mission Lazarus are a part of my family now. So I go back and see. <laughs> I take a break. Yes. It's okay. So I've gotten to know them over the years. The, the leather shop teacher, Ernesto. The woodworking shop teacher, Marco. Uh, Juan and Santo, his brother. And there's so many of them that you just have a relationship with them. So sometimes if uh, we go down, I might not go to distribute gifts themselves, but I'll spend time with those guys. It's kind of, kind of a, an Exodus 17 thing where her held up uh, Moses' hands. He said, if I can go to support them, it makes them stronger to be able to take care of all the Hondurans. The... Um, just the overall growth of the Mission Lazarus organization down there has just been outstanding, especially in the past few years. I mean, it's basically it's run more by the Hondurans than by Jared having to push all the buttons and pull all the levers. The Honduran folks have a great grasp about what needs to be done. We saw Elizabeth, who is the dentist there on the, on the ranch. Uh, she was kind of the Magi coordinator. Just did a phenomenal job. Yeah, they've got about 90 employees now yeah. um, and, and employees. And talk about some of those. I mean, they, they have people that work there in the kitchen. They have people that work on the coffee farms, uh, like you were saying, up in the shops, at the school. Well, I mean, there's the coffee plantation itself, uh, which generates a good bit of money just for the children's refuge. They have the children's refuge. They have the, the clinic on the farm, uh, woodworking shop, leather shop, sewing school. Uh, and they just completed the um, secondary yeah. school. Yeah, the academy. The academy, which is a great-looking, uh, just purely architecturally, it's an amazing place. And done a great job with that. And it's uh, just such an opportunity uh, just to raise Hondurans where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a question for both of you. Um, primary purpose in us coming this week was obviously magi related and to be this is our first time we've been able to uh, bring a team in almost three years uh, due to covid and um, didn't bring a group at the end of 2020 or only a few of us came at the end of 2021 so it's it's almost been three years since we've had a um, you know a, a magi team per se but this year's trip was a little extra special because we have uh, Cindy Herring 
who has retired from Healing Hands uh, back at the end of the summer. And um, if many of you are going to recognize her name and know her story, but we interviewed her at the end of season two, if you want to hear that. But for Selma and Barry, both of you have had a special relationship with Cindy. And you, um, so everybody who came on the trip this week um, have gone back a ways with, with Cindy. So Selma, um, talk about um, your relationship with Cindy, but also what was that like to be here this week um, on what we would call the Cindy Farewell Tour? Cindy is a very special person in every way. She taught us the way I never saw before, and it's very special to have her like a friend and like a mentor, like inspiration. She made us to pay attention what is real our um, function in this world is to take care of each other. She has an extraordinary heart. She is firm with us when we need, and she is very authentic. And it's very difficult to find a person can be sweet and firm at the same time. And for me, she really improved my um, perception about people, what they need. And the lesson I heard from her this, this uh, past week, it was she said, when you are helping someone, you need to ask the person, this person how the person wants us to help. And it's so true. I never think about that. But sometimes we go and help, but we are not helping because we don't know exactly what this person needs. Then Cindy Harris changed our lives. And for me, it's an honor to meet her and be in this group. It was heaven because it was the most amazing people. I was learning every minute about their lives, about how to be better. And this is a very special time together. Yeah, thank you, Selma. Barry? Cindy has an incredible gift for relationships. And for me, our relationship turned out to be a brother-sister kind of thing, where we can fuss at each other and love on each other and say, we need to do it this way <laughs> and work it out. But she puts people together to get things done. And she will put an incredibly diverse group of people together to get one important thing done. And she does just such a great job of that. She has more energy than anybody I ever knew. Yeah, that's right. And um, it's just been such a, a special week in so many ways. And, uh, you know, one thing that um, sh with short-term missions uh, for the teams and the people that come to serve together, you often um, walk away with closer relationships with those people within your team. Um, when you have good team dynamics and um, everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction, um, Selma, uh, talk, talk for just for a minute about um, our team this week and those team dynamics and what you're walking away from as you go back home and get ready for Christmas this week, um, just regarding those relationships within the team. Uh, I had the honor to be with Barry and Camille before, with Vicky, and for me it was a very great gift to be with them again. But Lena, Jake... Mark and um, uh, Michael was in Nancy. It was a big thing for me because I didn't know them in person. And with the, the way they 
had us around. It's like we are family and we knew each other forever. And of course, they are in our hearts forever and we are friends now and we are family. Then uh, see a young um, boy like Jake taking pictures and giving boxes and talk with us was amazing. And Le Lena, she is so sweet and she is so calm and she talks, she's smiling. And I am so happy Barry and Camille had the opportunity to introduce her for us. Nancy was very careful with you, Mark, and everybody together. It's amazing. It's a new family. We are family. And it's a, a blessing of God to be able to be around people, special people like that. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, cue the music. We are family right now. Barry, how about you? From the um, somebody who's been on many teams and... Uh, I've often said to mission teams I've been part of, hey, there's really no comparison from one to the other. Just be present, be engaged with the one in the moment. But for you, um, what does the relationships on the team and those team dynamics mean to you as you get up every day and you're out serving 10, 12, 16 hours a day together, uh, the importance of that and what they mean to you? I think one of the things that comes out every time there's a team put together is you learn really quickly what are the strengths Everybody has strengths. I wouldn't say their strengths as weaknesses. What are the strengths that apply to what you have to do? In our case, we had some guys that were just strong, and they could move a lot of boxes around. We had to do some work in the warehouse to get the loads together to go that, out. That would be me. Uh, it's just terrible brute strength I had. Uh, you weren't in the warehouse. Yeah, that's right. I was not in the warehouse. That's true. I was not one of those guys. But then you have Vicky, who, who teaches as a puppeteer. It is something I would never aspire to do um you have nancy who organized things just in a great way um you have camille and selma and and cindy they can just look into a child's eyes and they see deep within their eyes <laughs> and just kind of just love on them as they are um and I would, I would encourage all the young listeners you need to get this started sooner than later uh to what it means to those children to see someone their age speaking their language to them it's pretty huge and that's a relationship with somebody from far away and now I have a box with somebody from far away it's just a relationship starter and also to see that it's it's such a growth opportunity in so many ways to try a mission trip like that so if there are people out there listening who may either be hearing about Magi for the first time or have heard about it but not got involved, for each one of you, what would you say, what advice, what encouragement would you give them, whether they are thinking about doing this individually or as a family or, you know, to bring their church involved? We have over 200 churches and organizations across America who take part in Magi and will receive this year in the office about 25,000 boxes that we'll get in and then distribute. But Selma, for you, for somebody who's been doing it now for six or seven years, what advice would you give somebody listening who may be thinking, oh, I think I might want to get my church involved in that, or I might want to get uh, my school or my Boy Scout group or whatever it may be. Um, what advice would you give them? I will tell, do this favor to yourself, get involved, Take your friends, your family, your neighbor who needs to get a happiness in their heart and bring on. 
because I, I, I'm seeing so many people change their lives with that. I know a, a lady who was in deep depression and she decided to make pillow uh, cases, dresses, and she was smiled, talking, and changed her life. Then, if you know someone who needs some enc encouragement, please take this person with you, go to Healing Hands, or call to Healing Hands, get a box, and get involved with everything they have. You will feel great, I promise you. If you don't, call me. I will, <laughs> I will take you with me, and I will show you what is going on around and I think you are going to be happy to get involved in that. If you do need to be pushed over the edge, I can promise you that if you talk to Selma, you, she will definitely nudge you far enough to where you will dive headfirst straight in. All right, Barry, how about you? People who may be listening and thinking about getting involved, uh, just from the uh, seat that you sit in as somebody who's been on several mission teams, you and Camille have done Magi for years yourself. You volunteered at the warehouse. Uh, now you sit on the board of directors. Um, what would you say to somebody? Uh, there are a million things. Don't worry about percentages. Say, I can only do one box. That might be the one box. If your church can do 500 boxes, great. We can go to more places. Don't, uh, don't even think about this being constrained in terms of volume. There are plenty of other places we can find to deliver. There's whole parts of the country. There's parts of other countries, if that's the thing. It's a good program. Do what you can. And there are different ways to do that. If you find a deal on 500 colored books, go for it. <laughs> we'll find a way to work them, work them into the boxes. If you want to just do five or 10 or 15 boxes with your, with your own. Camille does 30 boxes with her grandchildren. Completely fills up our bonus room. But she goes out and looks for the sales, and they sit down and put them together. Um, so there's any number of ways you can contribute whatever level. Yeah. Or if you cannot do that, there's an opportunity to sponsor a box. You can see that on the website. Uh, just show your interest and somebody will help you get involved. Sometimes I think, wow, God knew this was going to happen in my life when I, before I was born. He had a plan. Yeah. You know, and if you think, I, I have my English is broken English, and... I can help people. Imagine who can have much more. Yes. Then I'm very thankful for God. I, I feel honored he gave me you. We love you, Selma. You have beautiful English. We're so grateful you've been involved. Yeah, Barry, how about you? Any final thoughts or takeaways? Yeah, this is a good way to find out who your family is. God made us to be a family. People on it would have never thought. Selma, Margaret, I mean, their their family, as much as they could call me tomorrow and we could talk through family issues and then find out who your family is in places you never thought anybody lived. Uh, the Honduran kids that just need a little bit of happiness sometimes in their lives. Um, I have family in the Mission Lazarus Ranch. I have family in Haiti. All for those reasons. God made us to be that way. But it's nice to be introduced to them sometimes. Uh, we thank you both so incredibly much for what you have poured into Magi, what you will pour into Magi. You guys are the hands and feet of Jesus in so many different ways, um, uh, outside of Magi, just in your own communities, within your families, in your churches. We are so grateful um, to have partners like yourself. And thank you so much for being a part of it. So here we are. We're going to sign off 
from Miami International Airport. Thanks for joining us on It Takes a Village. Big thanks to Selma and Barry for taking time during our layover on the way home to have that conversation. Although I know the audio quality wasn't the best, hopefully it did not detract from the passion the two of them have for HHI and MAGI. It was at the end of a long week, and I loved having a conversation where we got some real emotion and even watery eyes as we reflected on what we had just experienced alongside serving with Mission Lazarus in Honduras. So whether you're on a road trip, shoveling snow, or taking down the tree, we appreciate you tuning in. This is the end of Season 3, and we hope to be back sometime in February or March with Season 4. And in the meantime, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, share it with a friend, uh, maybe forward the Healing Hands email on to somebody, or post it on your own social media. As I was thinking about our normal episode-ending shout-out, what came to mind was not a person this time, but instead a verse— And it's what I want to leave you with as we close out 2022. It's from number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thanks for joining us, friends. See you next year.